Welcome to Todd Hoops Unfiltered, everybody. Uh, we took a little break off last week to to reflect on the uh, the tough stretch we went through. What do you uh, What do you think about that Jack State and that Davidson game, Clay? Um, to be honest, it was pretty rough. Uh, Jack State, we lucky enough to come out with the W that game. Uh, that would have really hurt us if we would have dropped that one. Looked pretty tough though. Um, and then that Davidson game. Um, the whole time, I thought we were going to win. We even had a chance to do there at the end with the two free throws. Ended up uh, missing that last one there. Kind of reminded me of that game. I can't remember who we were playing a couple years ago where Kyra missed the free throws at the end, both of them, to steal the game. Kind of reminded me of that one. I saw a hilarious picture of T-Mac down on the sideline, uh, hands in his head. I saw that. <laughs> head in his hands. That was hilarious. I know that was hilarious, but yeah, they were. Uh, we were on a rough stretch here, Bert, and me and you, we just couldn't even come together to do the podcast. But now we're back, so got yeah, a lot back. to talk about, a lot to look forward to, though. Yeah, back going into SEC play with the Tennessee game going coming up. Yeah, I thought the Jacksonville State game. I mean, we just just looked bad the whole game. I mean, and it kind of carried over to Davidson with the same mistakes, just getting blow by, blown by, not getting defensive rebounds. I mean, not still I still think we're not facilitating enough on offense and yeah, yeah. we get we get trapped. Can you turn your phone on vibrate my guy? What are we talking about? I don't even remember. We were talking about uh yeah, while we're about the uh the day, just all the mistakes we kept making. I mean, our defense is still bad at least in the Davidson game. I mean, we just blow bys happening constantly. Our bigs were getting bullied. Our, I mean, they were shooting it really good. I'll give it credit to Davidson. They were, they looked like a really good team and looked like a middle of the pack tournament team to me. And I mean, I if they're in the bracket, um, if they're at high seed in the bracket come March, I'll, I'm probably going to take them to the Sweet 16 with the way I saw them play. But still, still, they also didn't miss. A, I mean, whoever that was in the first half number, I think it was zero. That little point guard. He, I don't think he missed once in the first half, but he didn't score in the second half, and that's kind of when we started our comeback. I mean, if we just didn't get down so much at the beginning of the game, we still had a chance to win that. We took – you know, we were down by, I think, like 13 at one point. Yeah. We still were able to come back and had a chance to tie the game and go into overtime. Granted, we did a lot of stuff wrong in that game, and it's – right before SEC play – I guess it's not a terrible time to get exposed, but we've been getting exposed. And one of the things, too, is we're just not consistent. Some games will play amazing defense. Besides defensive rebounding, we're absolute garbage at that all the time. But sometimes we'll play great defense, and then other games, these guys are just 1v1 us and taking us right off the balance. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's definitely concerning going into SEC play. I mean, we've – it's the inconsistency, I think, is a key factor because, I mean, you you see us play incredible against Gonzaga and really hard-fought game against Houston. I mean, we played, like, hell against Houston. I mean, we were fighting hard. We were playing incredible defense. And then we just come out against – started with Memphis, which Memphis I kind of understood just because we were on that tough, tough stretch and Memphis was desperate for a win and they played really well. And it was just – kind of just a bad timing for us that game but Jack State and Davidson that's that's when it definitely starts to become concerning just with with everything we've said pretty much yeah I think so too it 
the Memphis game, which we were at, you know, it was it was a pretty good environment for Memphis there by about the middle of the game. It was loud. They were desperate for a win. Penny Hardaway made a, you know, a huge coaching decision sitting out of Amani Bates. But then, you know, so we understand that a little bit. You know, they really needed that win. Maybe Oates can get it together in practice. Jacksonville State, we looked sloppy the whole game, turned it over. I mean, we, we get into this one-on-one habit, too. And our, our half-court offense gets so stagnant. And I don't know why we're not, you know, moving a little bit. Yeah, it seemed like in those first couple games, I mean, against La Tech and then, like, and then going into Gonzaga, I mean, we were moving the ball really well. We were driving, dishing, finding guys open for threes and just getting overall good shots. And like you said now, it seems like we're starting to 1v1 a whole lot more, which, I mean, Quinterly and Shaq are capable of doing it. It's just not the best option for our offense, and it's and it's shown clearly, so – it's, yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind it because of the way we play. I don't mind it every now and then and in the middle of the offense. Like, in the flow of the game, you have an opportunity to take your man off the dribble. But I hate how sometimes it will be six possessions in a row where we are shooting off the very first pass or we're not even passing it besides to pass it inbounds. Yeah. It's – we'll see but, what happens going into SEC play. Oates has made – Oates is saying the team's been having some really good practices and – one bright spot I will say about Davidson, Noah Gurley played – he was probably our best rebounder that game. I mean, he played – he played – he relieved Charles when Charles was getting bullied, and he played played better defense. And he's – he was getting to the rim on the offensive end, too. He was getting good looks. And Oates has been saying he's been having some really good practices as of late and actually said he's – I mean, he, he said he thinks he'll break out in SEC play. So, that's – that was one positive of the Davidson game, so we'll see how that progresses. That is a big positive. But like you pointed out, I think our, you know, we have a lot of weaknesses, this team does. But I think our most glaring weakness is our defensive rebounding. We get bullied inside and just dominated on the glass by whoever we play. I mean, Davidson had two big guys that looked like, all Americans out there dominating Charles and Juwan. I just didn't even know what was going on, and, and even Noah. I mean, they, those guys. I mean, I think can't remember exactly how many points and rebounds one of them had, but I think one of them had close to a double double. Yeah, their center was pretty much getting whatever he wanted whenever he wanted, which was frustrating. And then when he wouldn't put it in, they get it seemed like they would get the offensive rebound and. Another thing, whenever we, whenever it seemed like we made a run in that game, they would always answer with a three or answer with an easy, an easy layup or just something like that to kill our momentum. So even with that late comeback, I mean, it was we couldn't get stopped. Too late at that point. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll see where this team goes. Like we said, we got Tennessee tomorrow night. Um, you know. SEC is really good conference this year, so I'm I'm very nervous if we don't get it together that, you know, we – I don't want to say the worst, but, you know, I don't even know. We might not make the tournament if we can't, you know, go decently. I need to pump our brakes on that one. I think – still think we'll be a tournament team very easily. And, I mean, it's just – like, we know college basketball. I mean, it's about when you get hot and we're struggling right now, but – if we can turn things around in SEC play and be hot in March, I mean, that's that's all that will matter. So what, it just depends what happens in the coming months pretty much. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not, definitely wasn't saying we're not going to make the tournament. Just saying if we continue down this 
path with the yeah no I, I totally the quality think. teams we're about to play. It could get nasty, but I believe in Oats. I believe in this team. I think we're going to turn it around here. Hopefully tomorrow night get a huge win against number fourteen Tennessee, and we'll see where that goes. But at this time, uh, we'll go ahead and bring on T Mac for the T Mac minute. Thomas, you here, man? Yeah, I'm here. It's uh, good to be back recording again. I know it wasn't the the best last couple weeks, but excited to get SEC play started. I'm kind of sick of playing these mid-majors that just seem to play their best game of the year against us. Yeah, for sure. They they, We got the target on our back, just like our football team. We get ranked in basketball. We got a big name. Everybody wants to knock down Alabama, so we always get – uh, we always get people's best game for sure. But what do you uh, what do you think about the Jacksonville State and Davidson game, and just kind of you know where our team's headed as a whole? Oh, I was hoping the the Memphis game wasn't all too surprising. You know, coming off two big wins, uh, it just wasn't surprising. Our and it was a two, I mean two or three days after the Houston game, it wasn't surprising that our effort and energy wasn't where it needs to be. But really expected it to to get back to where it was and the Gonzaga and Houston game and the Jacksonville state and Davidson game, but it, it really didn't, which is uh pretty worse worrisome. I mean, the, the inconsistency is it's, I don't know. It's interesting. It's going to be, um, it's going to be, we got to figure that out. I mean, we got to play, even if the shots aren't falling and our offense isn't playing great, we got to, figure out ways to to not let it affect our defense and um you know got it we got to scrap out some of those those close wins you know um seems like we didn't really play well against Davidson for the last like eight minutes of the game and when we really can't yeah you just you can't do that it's uh it's starting to really show these past three games too how much you miss someone like Herb Jones out on the court yeah it's it's I mean, we we had talked about it before the season that we were all a little worried about defense with Shackelford and Cornerly, and they're not bad defenders. You know, when they when they really want to be good defenders, they play hard. But there's you know, it's there's a certain ceiling on them defensively. Um, I mean, yeah, I can't remember if it was a Jacksonville State. I'm pretty sure it was a Davidson game. Um, I can't remember. It's slipped my mind, but. There was a couple of possessions in a row where we were just getting beat right down the middle off of yep. one dribble. It wasn't even it wasn't even this guy was, you know, saucing us up there right. at the top of the field. Just one dribble and they're in the paint. Yep. And that's what's inexcusable. That's just effort. You know, I it it'd be a difference if a if a guy, you know, kind of bullies their way on, on Shaq or Quinterly to the rim, you know, uses yeah. someone bigger than them, but just getting blown by is inexcusable and I'm, I think we'll get it fixed I think I don't think we'll be a a good or like a great elite defensive team like last year obviously but um yeah these especially uh, people have kind of forgotten about it but I mean there's a reason Oates and the staff went out and got Namari Burnett who is you yeah. know six five guard with the wingspan he has he was one of the best he only played half the year at Texas Tech last year but he was one of the best freshman defenders in the country uh, that yeah. loss is, is really hurting us on the defensive end, just in terms of getting deflections. You know, he'd probably guard the other guy's best offensive player. And then now, you know, you have Keon will start out on the other guy's best offensive player, but then, you know, you got to put Keon on the bench and 
Shaq can hold his own, but he's, you know, just limited in, in terms of his size. So that's – and Darius is just really not there yet defensively. So it's it's just a, a big loss. But we gotta we got to learn how to – Shaq and Quinterly and everyone else has to buckle down the defensive end and know that uh, that's all game for one, especially in, the, in conference play. Yeah. yeah. I think going back to – I mean, we, we've said it before about last year. I mean, we've, of course, shot the three really well, but when the threes weren't falling, we had our third best in the country on Ken Palm defense to rely on with Herb and everything and with Petty being a good defender. I mean, it's it's going to have to be – something's going to have to be figured out with it this year. I mean, whether it's effort or whether it's just – and it's, it's Quinterly and Shackelford, but, I mean, even Keon, like – Keon will still get, yeah, like we said, like blown by sometimes. And I mean, last year it seemed like he was not on Herb's level, but like could definitely be there this year and could definitely lead this defense. So hopefully Keon will step up and maybe spark some leadership with the defense and maybe help us get it turned around. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, we really need Keon to say he is, yeah, you were right. He has been getting blown by a lot this year. You know, he's, I read somewhere, I can't, I remember who said it, but they said Keon's best defensively, like when he has to recover and get like a deflection, he's had done a great job of just like staying in front of his man this year. Um, and I'm sure he'll, he'll keep on improving throughout the year with that. You know, it's his first year really playing, you know, the whole game. So, but uh, it's, just, it's just crazy with this team, how, how inconsistent we can be. I mean, just like we were saying, I mean, against Houston and Gonzaga, we looked like a top team in the country. And then against Davidson, I mean, they were just – there was a possession. They, they came across half court, took one dribble, passed through the wing. The guy just sat there, not even in triple threat. The ball's just sitting above his head. He skips it all the way across at the corner, and they just shoot a wide open three. Yeah. They I mean, were they, – They, they ran some – play. They ran some uh, – yeah, they were just moving the ball really well. and um, It's tough. Yeah, they were just running great offense. You know, they were setting hard screens. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not too worried about the the Davidson loss. You know, I, somebody said they're – you know, especially when we thought we were playing, we'd probably been preparing for Colorado State the whole week. You know, then you get two days to prepare for Davidson's. I uh, forget what type of offense they run, but it's – you know, their coach has been running it forever, and it's it's hard to prepare for. Um, so, I yeah. mean, I figured it'd be a test, and they shot the ball really well. They shot, like, 50% from three, I believe. Yeah, they, but, I um, mean, in that place, it didn't seem like they missed one three. Every right. time it was seeming like it was going in. The disappointing part is just not seeing us turn up the, the energy and the intensity till the game was really on the line, which, I mean, if you do that in the SEC, you're going to – you're going to finish 500. So that's, that's got to get figured out. We got to, from, from the jump, we got to bring that intensity and try, you know, play like you're down 10 when it's zero, yeah. zero. Right. Thing too, like it seems, seems like we play a lot to the team we're playing's level. Yeah. yeah. Like whether it's Gonzaga or whether it's Jacksonville State, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's effort or I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it, it kind of appears to be just because I mean we'll play soup we played super hard against Gonzaga, Houston, and then like past two games, I mean, 
just just didn't seem like the effort was there. Didn't seem like right. had that drive in us. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I it's hard to like point a finger on something, but you can just kind of tell being at the games, you know. Yeah, it's the, it's. I guess it's effort. It's just something something like that. Houston game was just different. The energy yeah. with the players, you can just tell. We and just, then we just played our competition, just like earlier yeah. in the year we did it too with South Alabama. Yeah, you know, we we maybe we the the rat poison got to us a little bit after those big couple wins. So mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, we got a good little break going into Tennessee. So, uh, so hopefully, we got things figured out in practice. Um, and Tennessee is going to be a <laughs> it's going to be a really hard game. Um, yeah, kind of what you uh, what are you thinking about the SEC? How's it how's it shaping up? Is you know, as a team kind of prevailed, Auburn looks like right number eleven. You know, best yeah. team going to SEC play. Auburn and Ken Palm really loves Tennessee. He they have uh, Tennessee as a second rated uh, defense in the country right now, which wow. <laughs> which is pretty concerning for Very tomorrow concerning. night. But uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, you asked me after the Houston game, it was Alabama and Auburn as you know, people are saying they're going to compete to win the SEC. Those are clearly the best two teams. But then last couple of weeks, LSU keeps on winning. They keep playing really good defense, which we haven't really seen with a Will Wade team yet. And Kentucky's played well as of late. Um, how awesome was it, though, seeing Arkansas lose? Thought, who'd they lose? Yeah. Hofstra? Hofstra? Yeah. What, are they even ranked anymore? Did they drop all the way no. out of the- no, they're not ranked, and with their strength of schedule, they're sitting something like. Aren't they like? In like the, yeah, they're they're up there. Like if the if the season ended today, they would not have not be a tournament team. They're, and that's, that's what that's cool why out. you don't that's why you don't play it, the schedule like Musselman did. It makes no yeah, sense. because even if we're talking like like we're talking like it's been negative so far, but still like going into this non conference, if you told me we had a nine and three record going into SEC play, I would right. probably take that all day. Definitely. So. It's just crazy how it panned out, you know. No one, yeah, it's weird. Would have thought about. I mean, you would have thought lose to Gonzaga, lose one of Houston and Memphis, and then something mm-hmm. else. It was just, yeah, it was just played out really weird. Um, so I don't know. I'm just excited to get SEC play underway. Yeah, you brought that up earlier, but I'm really excited for that LSU Auburn game tomorrow night. Yeah, That's that should cool. be a that should be a great game. I'm excited to see you know, kind of where LSU really stands and also to see, you know, if kind of Auburn's legit. Right. And uh, the uh, the SEC did uh, did LSU pretty dirty with the start of their year. I don't know if they had anything against Will Wade or something, but they, they go – listen to their schedule. They go at Auburn, Kentucky at home, Tennessee at home, at Florida, Arkansas at home, at Alabama, at Tennessee to start the year. So, they their next – I think that's eight or eight or nine or ten games are all against tournament teams. Yeah, their next their so, next month is pretty brutal. Yeah, we'll we'll find out a lot about them over the next, and we'll find out a lot about every team in the SEC. But um, what do we have as our upcoming schedule? I'm about to look at it. What is it? Tennessee, we'll Florida, Missouri, Missouri. Auburn. Yeah, and then at state. It's really not too. I mean, we play Missouri twice in January, so that I mean, that's two win. If we lose to Missouri, then just go ahead and end the season. Our but, tough stretches at the end of uh the end of January, Baylor, right, Auburn, Kentucky. Yep, there's no, and then Arkansas in there too, and 
Yeah, right after beginning of February, then Kentucky again the weekend after Arkansas. Yeah, SEC play is going to be uh, it's going to be pretty pretty grueling, especially with that Baylor game thrown in there now. Who right earlier when we were filming they were fourteen, and then they've moved up through the season all the way to number one. So. Yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing is, I'm more confident in us beating Baylor at home than I am us winning a road game at like a a Florida or a, you know a Mississippi State or something right now. Just just because the way the non-conference played out, especially because the Baylor game's a home game. On a Saturday, yeah, It seems like, one. yeah, seems like we just play well against the – like you are talking about, against the good teams and – Yeah, because we bring it. I, I think I mean, we've got a bunch of gamers. But, um, you know, I'm excited to see where we go. I'm really excited for this game tomorrow night. You know, what are we kind of thinking on that? What's the line? I don't know. That'll be interesting. Um, us, us minus two, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah, it looks like uh, – Seems about right. There, yeah, it's going to be hard to – Hopefully against – I mean, they've obviously got one of the best defenses in the country, so we're going to need to be – I think we'll need to be shooting the three ball well. Hopefully we'll have one of those nights where we're, where we're shooting the three real well. But we're also going to have to – I mean, defense is going to have to be – very good against guys like Kennedy, Kennedy Chandler and Fulkerson and all, all of Tennessee's players. I mean, they've, they can score the ball really well too. Yeah. So obviously they're going to be on defense. They're going to be big and they're going to be, they're going to be bigger than we are and hopefully not tougher than we are. That's, that's the, the key, I think. And staying in front of Kennedy Chandler is going to be tough, but they're not a great three point shooting team. They kind of, they had a big win against Arizona, I think, last week. So they're they're playing well lately. So it should be a should be a close game. Yeah, really excited to see that. Who do they who do they have on their roster? Didn't Fulkerson come back for another year? Oh yeah, yeah, Fulkerson. Yeah, back. they got Fulkerson. Is Scobie there still like, there? Yeah, Vescovi's still there. How old I'm not, is he? I'm not worried about Vescovi. I know. I just feel like I've been. Maybe kind of one of those but, scrappy players. That, yeah. But who oh. knows? I say that, and he'll probably hit 10 threes tomorrow night. Yeah, he's definitely going six for seven from three tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone on their team that's shooting about 20% from three right now will just start making them tomorrow night. They is my, shot. Is my 10, CBS sports app, is this for real right now? Is Jaden Shackelford our leading rebounder? Yes, which is it's so problematic. It's just so problematic. It's it's Charles Please. is – I know he's a freshman, but he's got he's to get tough, and he's got to get tough fast for the, the upcoming conference play. Yeah, I think like in the last three games, Charles – I could be wrong. It's the last two games or the last three games, but he hasn't had like more than like – I think it was like four or five boards in the last two or three mm-hmm. games. Yeah, that, he, that can't happen. For a seven-footer no. down there, it can't happen. No, and hopefully uh, – hopefully Juwan and, um, and Gurley can – start getting some more boards yeah just just yeah. in harder I just I just want to see him play harder I mean right which Dewan brings that Noah's been better but it's just something's got to change with our bigs and rebounding right and soon yeah excited to see where SEC play SEC play goes um and if we can turn it around with you know, hopefully Oates has been hammering us in practice before this Tennessee game because I know uh 
Rick Barnes has definitely been hammering the Tennessee, getting ready for yeah. this game. So, they're they're yeah. probably looking for some revenge after those two games last year. Exactly. Yeah, got a little chip on their shoulder. You uh you want to add anything, T Mac? Uh, before we round out the T Mac minute. Um, you know, not really. Just uh, kind of kind of excited to be done with non-conference play. It was like those last three games were just. I don't, they just weren't very fun to watch. I'm glad we get getting to SEC play. Gonna um, have some good home crowds and hopefully we can get more consistent. And you know, hopefully guys like JD and um, and Charles will become more consistent as the year progresses. Which you know, hopefully them being both freshmen, that's kind of what you want to see. And you don't really expect it right away, but hopefully they can get more consistent and. Uh, just the whole team can get more consistent. Yeah, hopefully. Looking forward to it. Uh, I'll see you at the game tomorrow night, though. But thanks for coming on, as always, T-Mac. Uh, see you in Roll Tide. All right. Thank you Just all. Roll Tide. Time. Roll Tide. All right, Bert. We'll go ahead and do a plug uh, for ProU. Um, if you haven't downloaded the app, go ahead and download the app. Keep up with all your uh, NFL players from college. I use it greatly. Uh, to keep up with, what, the 50 Alabama players in the NFL, get weekly updates, get to see how they're doing throughout the year, can see how many fantasy points they have, all that good stuff there. A lot of good stuff about Pro U. Bert, you got anything to add? Yeah, I mean, touched on it before, obviously, and I've been using Pro U for the last, I mean, since we've been talking about it. I mean, in the NFL, it's helped me keep up with, keep up with the guys I want to a lot, and it's, it's just really cool. It's a really cool app if you if you care about keeping up with like who you care about in the NFL and they're I've, we've said it before they're going to be branching out into the NBA and to hopefully every other sport here soon. So y'all check it out for sure. All right, awesome. And then we got one more plug to do. Uh, we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor of the week, Steed Timber Company. Steed Timber has been in business for 80 years, buying, selling, and managing land in Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi. With their team of licensed foresters, they are prepared to assist you in all facets of managing your land and timber. If you'd like to maximize your return on your timber investment, call or text 256-499-2411. That's 256-499-2411. Two four one one. Uh, that's our good uh, friend Steed. He owns a timber company. If you need them, we'll put that number in our show notes so you can find that there on Spotify. All yeah. right. Feel free to blow up his phone with with all your timber requests and whatever else. Um, so done with plugs, Bert. What else we got to talk about today? Anything? Any big news? Yeah, at the end of uh, end of the when we were done talking with Thomas, we kind of touched on JD, and it's kind of I mean he just he's been quiet these these past few games. He's he still has flashes where I swear I mean he had a really tough layup against Davidson. He has where he can just like he's where he's aggressive on certain drives. I mean he makes plays, and I just just want to see him more aggressive because I feel like if he's more aggressive, he'll he'll dish it out or create more looks for us he'll he'll score in his own right and he'll just it'll make the team better as a whole Gonzaga we saw 
JD played incredible, was hitting shots, was being aggressive, and that led us to that incredible win. So that was one other thing. I think I think I agree completely with you. I think he needs to be way more aggressive. I think what's holding him back is early in the year um, is his turnovers, so it can kind of scare him to be aggressive. But the thing about it is those turnovers aren't going to come when he's being aggressive making plays. He's got such a high basketball IQ. Those turnovers are going to come when he's being nervous to do, you know, what his next instinct is, and he's being passive. But if he's just aggressive, taking it to the rim and making the smart pass out, I mean, we're we're a great ball club. Yeah, and even if he has, like, a few turnovers a game, I'd, I'd still much rather take that over with him being more aggressive. And I also think he can help out a lot defensively. I think that'll evolve with him becoming a better defender. But he's got – we touched on it before. He's got all the athleticism and all the skill to be a really good defender. So hopefully yeah, that will uh, get better. With him and Keon out there, I mean, we got to make plays defensively and get get running. I mean, we got to score and transition more. We can't get into our half-court offense, you know, constantly every possession. We got to start running and transition and making those fast breaks, you know, make them, making them really count. Yeah, and teams, teams are starting. I wouldn't say figuring us out, but they're starting like it started with Iona. They they play us really well. They force us into the half court and they try to limit our transition opportunities and limit limit our ball movement, which is which has worked so far. So I mean, we just gotta gotta find a way to beat that. And I I mean, I think Oates will be able to do it. And I think I think we just haven't been playing great offensively either as of late, just with the stagnant ball movement. But hopefully, we'll get it corrected here. Yeah, I mean, that's just my least favorite kind of team to watch is when we take 25 dribbles before we even make a play. I mean, you know, not even coming off screens, nobody doing anything off ball, but we're just sitting there dribbling. I I can't stand to watch it, and we don't ever score like that unless we make a play off a pick and roll at the very end of the shot clock, but we can't rely on that, especially not as we get into SEC play with these teams that are way more talented than the teams we've been playing besides Houston and Gonzaga. It's going to be a tough SEC if we don't get it together real quick. But looking forward to it. Really looking forward to tomorrow night. Put it on mute. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you got anything else to add before we, uh, before we head on out? I think that's it. Let's hope, let's hope we have a good start to SEC play. Hopefully we'll get hot from three and turn it up on defense. And hopefully we're in better spirits come next week. Yeah, glad to be back recording. We had a little bit of a hiatus during the holiday period, but glad to be back. Start of SEC play, best time of the year. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, You'll see us here next week and all throughout SEC play until we make a run here in the tournament. But we'll leave you on that and roll tide. Yeah, thanks, y'all. Roll tide.
shop It only took one week to make that window drop Finally we got our own PA Where do you think I got this guitar that you're hearing today? Hey. Oh.